Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is February the 2nd, 2024. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, happy Friday. Happy Friday to ya. Um, let's see here. My day went pretty well, pretty swimmingly. Work was work, nothing major, nothing crazy. Uh, let's see here. Food Corner, though, from last night, I had some Korean fried chicken and some rice. I will say, though, I tried to get a little freaky with it. Also, I had some egg rolls as well, a couple egg rolls. That was good. But um, I tried to get a little weird with it. I, um, I've had this Vel- Velveeta cheese that I've been sitting on since, like, last week. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to use the cheese here. And the idea was I wanted to have, like, a cheesy chicken kind of situation, but I I, I just, I don't know, either I felt weird about trying this idea, I wasn't sure if it was going to really work, so I was like, let me just make a side thing of cheese, and this time I'll keep my sauce that I usually put on the chicken on the side, so I'll have, like, two little sides that I can kind of dip in and dabble in. Now, I don't know if I just didn't, like, do the Velveeta right, or if this is just Velveeta being Velveeta outside of, like, kind of like a mac and cheese situation, but, like, the cheese just, like, congealed so weirdly, it just, it didn't really feel worth it, and then when I was just going to eat with it, it didn't really feel that tasty, so, like, maybe this idea that I had would have been, like, better with better cheese, Um, but it is what it is, I just kind of, like, gave it a couple of dabbles and kept it to the side, you know, but, um, it was kind of nice to have the chicken, like, kind of plain, because, you know, it's, like, almost like chicken nugget mode, just better chicken, so that was neat, I enjoyed that, uh, let's see here, um, is there anything else to talk about on my, my day-to-day, no, just been hanging out, just been chilling, it feels like it's another good week, I didn't say this yesterday, but, you know, obviously, happy Black History Month, I don't really say that every, every year, every go around, but you know, I don't know, I'm in the spirit to do so today, why not? Um, But yeah, uh, let me go ahead and do my startup, and then we'll get into some news. And I think a a, a reason I do that is because a lot of, like, what I talk about is, like, so many things, and I don't know, I feel like it's just bad to kind of only focus on my stuff that I like and pertains to me, but then I also always have to remind myself that it's like, Isaiah... For better or for worse, your name's on the goddamn podcast. No one cares. Like, you can do you. I don't think anyone's going to clap you in the, the, the comments or anything. But if you do, that's okay, I guess. You know, I'll take it. I'll see it. <laughs> I will witness that. Ooh, wait, let me get my drink. Also, shout out to Carl Weathers, who passed away um, February 1st, 2024. I'm kind of getting my obits out. I know I don't usually cover them, but I mean, I'll always remember watching Rocky and being like, oh my fucking God, like, this is awesome. And not to mention the fact that he won. I was so, that was such a crazy thing to me because I just didn't expect it. Like, of course, Rocky's going to win. But like, he didn't. And then they like have that rivalry. It was so fucking sick. Um, him and the fucking Happy Gilmore movie, right? Oh my god, with Adam Sandler. That shit's crazy, that's funny. Um, but yeah, RIP, I know I usually kind of do these a little bit better justice, but that just popped in my head, I should say that. Um, 
Let me give me that drink. Let me get that drink. Mm. All right. Let's get to this. From NBC News, Biden to sanction Israeli settlers in West Bank. President Joe Biden issued an executive order Thursday targeting Israeli settlers in the West Bank following the fatal shooting of a 17-year-old American citizen last month. Biden's order will target settlers who directly perpetrated violence and those who have engaged in repeated acts of intimidation, property destruction, leading to the forced displacement of Palestinian communities, uh, according to a senior administration officials, official. Sorry. The sanctions are focused on visa restrictions for foreign nationals, some of whom have already been prosecuted in the Israeli justice system. Sanctions do not address American citizens who also may or who may also perpetrate settler violence, which is a crazy loophole. And I don't understand why we have that. You would think, if anything, we would go out of our way to punish those people because those are a representation of us as Americans. And it's like, no, 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 no. In fact, they almost have like 007 status. That's crazy. That's weird. Something, you know, you go kind of stinky. Um, But let me read some more. The decision was made following the death of American teenager Twafik Hafeth Abdel Jabbar, who was shot and killed last month during a visit to the West Bank to learn more about his Palestinian heritage. His family says he was the victim of settler violence. Uh, settler violence is something we've talked about, not a ton, but it is something like, I mean, I, and I feel like because a lot of eyes, especially right now, a lot of action is going on in Gaza. But that being said, there's also so much going on in West Bank, um, you know, that they're they're tied together in the situation. Um, But Abdel Jabbar's father said his son was out for a picnic with friends when witnesses told him that the 17 year old was shot by an Israeli settler. National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby said at the time that he was unaware of the full context, but that the White House was seriously concerned over the teen's death. Yeah, I'm sure they were really, really fucking concerned. Um, and I and I and I, I say this because I'm so frustrated because that you can see the Biden administration is almost doing like a charm offensive on brown people right now because it's election year and they need to stay up as much as they can. And they spent so much time being down and being like in abysmal approval ratings. And they know that Biden is just not looking good right now. And he, they, they know that everywhere they go, they're talking to people and they're like, dude, do you think we're going to vote for you? Do you think we're really going to vote for you come 20, uh, 2024? No, bro. Come November, you're on your fucking own. And if he doesn't have the goddamn black vote, which he thinks he does fucking have, or he doesn't have the brown vote in general, he knows he's cooked. He knows he's fucking cooked. And I feel like you're, I don't want to say an about face. And I definitely don't want to say we're making steps because it's not that. But it's like this inching towards saying, hey. We gotta, you, Israel, you gotta stop. You're being so out of pocket. You gotta do better. And it's like, this is that. This is them with these sanctions saying, hey, you know, we're gonna freeze their assets. They, they can't trade or do anything here. We're treating them just like we do the Russians, Jack. Sure, okay. But once again, on this podcast, I'll say it here, I'll say it a thousand times in the future. Sanctions don't do goddamn bullshit to nobody. At the end of the day, capitalism is going to work for you in your favor. It's the only thing that actually rises usually is the fact that, oh, do you have money? Guess what? We can make sure that your money is going to get spent somewhere. No worries. 
So what does a sanction really do then? It doesn't do anything. Um, like I said at the top of this, it's more or less he's like – if you are an American Israeli settler, you might as well be James Bond. It's crazy some of the shit I've seen. Um, and, and then not to mention, if you're just living in West Bank and you're not an Israeli settler, like, you're treated like a second-class citizen. It is insane. Um, I mean, there's obviously so much that we can pull here. Um, there's a – let me read the highlighted portion I have. Israeli settlers have called for the reoccupation of Gaza in recent days. Gathering at a conference on Sunday where National Security Minister Ben Gavir said that Israel should encourage voluntary migration of Palestinians out of the region. Uh, Smolrich, which is a person they referenced earlier, which is um, Benjamin Smo, I'm getting his name wrong, sorry. Uh, Benjamin Smolrich, Israeli's finance minister. Um, who I'm just going to say is a fucking piece of shit along with Ben Gavir. Uh, I've talked about Ben Gavir before. Fuck him. He's a fucking monster, vile piece of shit person. Uh, Smorich is not much different. Uh, essentially, he's like, no, no, no. It's fine that we are trying to just get rid of these people. It's our land. This is our land. We were, this is by God, our shit. We are doing nothing wrong. And in fact, it's anti-Semitic that you are getting in the way of this process. It's crazy. It's great. It's it's insane to me that these people can say this kind of shit with a straight face. Because it's not just the two people I'm mentioning. Like, I, 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 I go on drives, right? I'm driving to work. I'll listen to this shit. And I'm listening to, like, interviews of people who, like, have these, like, literally, like, pre-canned, like, just, like, how do I explain away a genocide, like, packages? And they just, like, are talking to a person who's interviewing them. And they're like, no, like, and they just lay down the lines. It's like, hey, this is why we're doing what we're doing. This is why what we're doing is okay. It's why it's fucked up that, like, b- like the Biden administration or anyone's trying to say, hey, we're doing something wrong here. Like, which is, by the way, the Biden administration is just barely, is just barely whimpering here, saying like, "Hey, maybe you shouldn't like abuse people and like kill them. Maybe you should cut that out, Jack." <laughs> and they're like, "You're being anti-Semitic. It's it's insane." Um, uh, let me. But yeah, I mean, the idea of saying, "Hey, they should just leave. They're terrorists. They should leave." Like, I literally heard a woman say this in an interview, and I'm like. You can't just Hamas this problem away. Like, no, there are civilians here. And they try to use a thing like, oh, no, no, I hear what you're saying. But no, these children, from a young age, you're indoctrinated that you need to do. Stop it. These are children we're talking about. These are non-combatants we're talking about. It is insane to me that you try to just drudge up this rhetoric to try to get what you want. Like, I, I don't understand why you need to make another Pizza Hut in Gaza, dude. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's insane. It's crazy. And I get it. There's 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 so much, uh, you know, historical. But at the end of the day, this is nation shit, nation state bullshit at the end of the day. Like you're no different than like when, when we we're talking about how Russia bad because fucking Putin wants to like take Ukraine. It's the same kind of shit. Like, bro, just leave that shit alone. No, it's our land, bro. We have a right to like, fuck out of here with that shit. It's weird. Uh, I'm in rant mode. I'm sorry. Mm, my bad. Um. Is there anything else I really wanted to pull here? No, let's let's move on to the next beat. I, I told myself I wasn't going to turn a five-minute thing into like a more than that, and I here, look, look at me go. Um, from Al Jazeera, Pakistan ex-prime minister Imran Khan, wife, sentenced to 14 years in state's gift case. Now, I know I'm kind of piling on here, but it is relevant news. And I, I say this because, I mean, like, it's time. You For Imran Khan, he's already stacked up with 13. You know, we've already talked about that. I really don't want to, like, spend too long here. 
But um, Pakistan's former prime minister, Imran Khan, and his wife, Bushra Bibi, have been sentenced to 14 years in jail in a case related to the illegal sale of state gifts. So essentially they're saying, hey, now we're going to add this on here. And um, that's another 14. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously if you want to read that, get catch up with the Joneses. But, um, you know, I'll, I'll spare you that for time's sake. Uh, let's move on to the next beat um, from the BBC. Nairobi fire, gas blast in Kenyan capital kills three and injures nearly 300. <sighs> A huge gas blast in the Kenyan capital, Nairobi, has killed at least three people and injured nearly 300. A lorry carrying gas uh, cylinders exploded in Embaski. M- M- oh, I cannot pronounce this one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Mbaski, Mbakasi. Go with that one. In the Mbakasi district at about 23.30 or 11.30 um, on Thursday, igniting a huge ball of fire, an official said. Housing, businesses, and cars were damages with video showing a huge blades raging close to uh, blocks of flats. An investigation has started, and Kenya's deputy president has said those responsible will be held accountable. A child was among those who died, according to Mbakasi police chief Wesley Kimito, who added that the death toll could rise. Some 271 people were taken to the hospital, according to the authorities, including at least 25 children. Nairobi uh, County Governor Sa. Sakaja Johnson said many of these people had been treated and sent home, but at least 39 have been sent to other facilities, with some uh, some with critical injuries. A further 27 were treated on site for non-threatening uh, or non-life-threatening injuries. I'm sorry, um, but something I, I wanted to add here because these kind of things happen, you know, natural disasters, and it's like, oh shit, that's bad. Um, you know, is it on the government here? Like, what's what, what's the, you know, where, where are the finger pointings going to go? I'm always curious about that. Um, and sometimes, you know, if it is on a business, if it is on a group, then it's like, well, once again, if we're talking a natural disaster here and it's not criminal neglect or something like that, then I, I'm okay with it. I'm not going to try to throw tomatoes at you. You feel me? Um, but um, in the situation here, you do kind of see an issue. And I'm glad that at least, you know, in Kenya's sake, they are, they're really on it. Um, at least to a point. Uh, the Energy and Petroleum Regu- Regulatory Authority, EPRA, said in a statement that the gas plant was illegal and that it had rejected three applications for construction permits to build a storage and fi- uh, filing facility at the site. So clearly they're saying, hey, we are trying to, you know, keep these people honest and stop them from doing this, but they keep ignoring us and they're just like going on working. And, um, you know, essentially this is illegal and that's why, you know, hey, they're going to be on the line for this. So in that situation, I'm more upset at the people who are, you know, having their gas trucks out when they shouldn't even be operating. It's like, hold the fuck up. Stop. Um, let's see here. Was there anything else I really wanted to pull? No, they, they do talk more about like some of the stuff that was on scene. It's definitely like a very harrowing, just just traumatic, scary situation. Um, but I got to say here, I, and this is fucked up of me. This is Mia culpa in advance. I do actually want to double back to the story. Um, so double back mode, double back segment. 
Um, something I did want to say about the Imran Khan situation, and maybe not so much the Imran Khan, but the PTI. Um, in the situation with what is the future of them, we don't know. Um, there potentially might be a turnout, and maybe people will come out and support but there was a highlighted portion that I missed. And I missed it the last time. This is the only reason why I'm like, look, I normally would just keep on moving. Uh, but let me just, let me just do this. <laughs> uh, Khan's uh, Pakistan Tariq in Isaf, or PTI, has already been stripped of its election symbol, the cricket bat. And it's the cricket bat because Imran Khan uh, was a renowned cricket player. It's more or less how he rose to fame. And essentially with that, like that symbol being taken away, it's like, hey, you guys are on your own. Like, yeah, you guys are the PTI, but you're officially no more. Um, but the candidates have to run as con- independents. So maybe that's a thing. But who? it really doesn't look like they're probably going to win uh, since you're kind of going up against the government in this situation. Um, the government plus the military. But anyway, I wanted to kind of get that fact in. I don't know why that was so important to me. I just felt like I missed that. Um, once again, sorry, sorry. I know I'm the worst podcaster. Um, jumping back and forth and back again. Anyway, let me take my break. Let me get my bearings because I feel like I need to. I'm blushing. I'm embarrassed. Um, but yeah, we'll, um, we'll close this out. Hopefully good. Hopefully I won't make any more mistakes. But I will say, this is something I appreciate about what I do, is that I really just get to press play and talk my shit and then hit stop, and I feel good. You know, sometimes I don't feel great, for sure, but I I just feel good talking to you guys. I feel good talking to anyone who comes and listens. I I really do appreciate you, Um, and and you're just a swell, swell guy, a gal, whoever, for just tuning in and not roasting my ass. You know what I mean? You're the best. Cheers to you. Ooh-wee. Okay. All right. Let's finish this thing. Oop. From CNN. Explorers say they think they found Amelia Earhart's long-lost plane. Oof. I I hate the picture that they have you scroll through. Um, because it's, it's not a picture. You don't know what the fuck you're looking at. It looks like I'm looking at, like, the weirdest anchor and, like, the fuzziest tattoo, or, like, not the fuzziest tattoo, but, um, fuzziest, like, grainiest picture ever. Um, but it is apparently Amelia Earhart's ship, at least potentially. But let's get into it. Groundbreaking aviator Amelia Earhart's tragic and mysterious disappearance while flying over the Pacific Ocean has captivated the world for nearly 87 years, spurring on countless investigations and expeditions for answers on what happened for the beloved pilot. The most recent group to join the search, a team of underwater archaeologists and marine robotics experts with Deep Sea Vision, an ocean exploration company based in Charleston, South Carolina, says it may have found a clue that could bring some closure to um, Amelia Earhart's story. By using sonar imaging, a tool for mapping the ocean floor that uses sound waves to measure the distance from the seabed to the surface, the group has spotted an anomaly in the Pacific Ocean, 
more than 16,000 feet or 4,877 meters underwater that resembles a small aircraft. The team believes that anomaly could be a Lockheed 10E Electra, the 10-passenger plane that Earhart was piloting when she went missing while attempting to fly around the world. DC Vision announced the find via an Instagram post on Saturday, January 27th. Some people call it one of the greatest mysteries of all time. I think it actually is the greatest mystery of all time, said the company's CEO, Tony Romeo. What a good name. What a good name for a CEO. Um, A pilot and former U.S. Air Force intelligence officer. We have an opportunity to bring closure to one of the greatest American stories ever. Um, Now, they're being kind of coy in a way, but um, it's roughly 100 miles away from Howland Island. Um, They kind of give that parameter so that no one can come and know exactly what their coordinates are, but they do know exactly where because they have like this underwater sonar or whatever that they were using. Um, I guess we can read a little bit more about it. DC Vision scanned more than 5,200 square miles of ocean floor using an advanced autonomous underwater vehicle or a AUV known as the Hugen 6000, which maps the seabed using sonar technology. Oh, that's such a bad burp. The company's expedition began in early September of 2023 and ended in December, Romeo told CNN. Um, now they're planning on going back, um, with like better equipment, uh, to take actual pictures and pretty much if they can confirm the actual number of like on the plane, then essentially they're like, yeah, then this is her plane. We got it. We know where she is. Um, something I wanted to read here cause I didn't know about it until I read it. The international group of historic aircraft recovery or TCAR theorized in 2016 that Earhart and Noonan, who was the person who was the navigator with Earhart, um, survived a rough landing on a reef in the Pacific Ocean, but later died as castaways when the plane could not radio for help. The T-Car team claimed that a skeleton of a castaway found on the island of uh, Niku Mororo Kiribati in 1940 had matched with Earhart's height and ethnic origin. Maybe I did know about this because I feel like I'd heard jokes or memes about this in some kind of way or fashion. And, you know, maybe it was just like in one ear out the other. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just found all this pretty interesting. Um, I will say though, it was weird. Someone they were they were talking who's attached to this project. Um, Describes Earhart as Earhart was one of a was kind of a rock star of the era, the Taylor Swift of the era. Everybody, everybody's pulling for her. They want to make her. They want her to make it around the world, and she disappears without a trace. Cochran said, um, "It's the mystery of the 20th century, and now into the 21st century." I just felt like it was weird, right? Because I mean, don't get me wrong. I get it. You're using this for reference, and Taylor Swift is a you know is a seismic force, you know. Um, shit, according to conservatives, she might be a fucking goddamn psyop, you know what I mean? Sent to take over the world for fucking Biden. But, um, 
you know, it was just weird that they use because Amelia Earhart to me is like a, 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 a titan in herself. You know what I mean? She was breaking barriers. She was like flying around. You know, it's like, oh my god, that vagina's in the fucking air. I know that's like maybe a little too crass. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I but back then people were really shook. Like a, a female pilot? No way. That's impossible. How could they do it? But you know, hey, they said the same thing about like a black guy in sp- a black guy in the air, a black guy in space, <laughs> head explosions. But um, like I said, I thought this was cool news. I thought it was interesting, and um, yeah, we'll wrap it up there. I'm sorry. I feel like this is such a slap bucket. Like I said, I'm rosy with embarrassment. But um, hey, we got done in 30 minutes, so I didn't waste too much of your time. You could get a pizza in the amount of time that I just talked. So, salute. <laughs> okay. Um, if you'd like to help out, you'd like to support the effort, uh, more hijinks, I do have a Patreon. Patreon.com. So, this is a news. Uh, let's see here. Uh, free ways to hit me, or, yeah, free ways to hit me up. Uh, IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. Google's free, right? You know, they're not charging for Google yet. Um, you can hit me up there. Um, all the socials, they're free, right? Facebook's still free. Meta is free. Um, let's see. Twitter's free. X is free, yeah. Uh, but yeah, hopefully uh, YouTube is also free and you can subscribe to me there. Um, please, please do that. Hit the like button. Uh, leave a cool comment. Hopefully you don't tell me like, wow, this sucked because <laughs> i know it did you don't have to remind me <laughs> um but yeah you can do that on spotify you can do that on apple Podcasts. you can do that pretty much anywhere probably on Podbean. maybe i don't know uh, let me know um but yeah hopefully i see you soon for some more good news i love you bye-bye Mwah.